Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. All right, Curtis. I got a theme today for my Dino theme. Things on the verge of breaking out. By the way, uh, Dino, big fan of the uh, Greg Hill show. I would, uh, wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't yes. surprise me. He and Greg are kindred spirits in many ways. <laughs> Today's theme, breakouts. Weather. You're the meteorologist. Looking nice. Back up to 80, I saw. Coming late up this, late week. this week, yeah. Thursday. Okay. U.S. Ryder Cup, you've got it on behind me. How are they, how are they looking here? Uh, I came here just to watch the golf. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> looking up over my shoulder. Uh, it has been a... I mean, I, I'm not a historian of the Ryder Cup. I was at the greatest Ryder Cup of all time in Brookline. I was there when Justin Leonard nailed that 50-foot putt and the Euros lost their minds. Where were you? Uh, I was watching it on a TV oh, at the clubhouse count. area, and uh, I saw Ben Crenshaw pumping up the crowd, Colin Montgomery getting mocked for his weight. It was a wild time. Uh, one of the underrated Boston sports moments, because it didn't have to do with specific Boston. However, um, I uh, what were you asking me? I'm sorry, I'm watching the golf. You went over my theme. I said, "Well, the U.S. Ryder Cup team's ready to break." Yeah, out here. so they're down nine and a half to two and a half. <laughs> oh no, it's not good. And the it's been Euro- ugly. It's been ugly. Right, uh, and the Americans uh, have to get to fourteen to keep the Ryder Cup. The Euros have to get to fourteen and a half. But well, they're, they're ahead in three of these contests going on right now, yeah, so I feel good about it. Already, Let's Red go. Sox won last night, seventy seventh win. Okay. They are ready to open up the wallets, open up the pocketbooks of John Henry and Tom Warner for Shohei Otani. That what, is what do you think it was like growing up as the golf nerd, last name Cantlay? <laughs> probably fine. Okay, yeah. It's probably were a Dover-esque country club life. That's true. Carry on. Brockton football. Can I get a little uh, quick uh, plug for Wiggy? First W last night. You have the Brockton Boxers uh, shirt on. Taking down Lawrence for his first win. And the Patriots offense, which is ready to soar. Now, Ken, I love you. I really do. The story this week is very simple. It's what the hell is Coward talking about? <laughs> and Well, that's ready to break out, too. Some kind of scandal. And the Patriots have had more tumult following a win 
the bad win has been worse than the good losses. I guess, but what actually happened? Max not even has he been fined yet? No, it's the it's the continuation of those in the orbit of Belichick doing dirty work on Mac Jones. Oh, come on. It was like a brief tap, if anything. Okay, so it's still no, what are you talking about? I'm not talking about the tap. I'm talking about the stories that Burt Breer and Coward and Perry and all these guys have been ruminating upon. What's the story? That Mac has been difficult. Mac has been not easy to coach. Mac is a guy that has a bad attitude. All is there that's... anything new there this week? Yes. Well, yes. Coward had that bizarre report. It was no report. It was exactly. a report that he wouldn't report. And then Bert Breer went on with him yesterday and said that basically that the people around the organization have been frustrated by Mac's antics and that this is sort of a steady stream of that type Do of behavior. Do we have that audio? No, I have. I mean, I can get. And then we also had Mangini yesterday going oh, on. Mangini. Oh yeah, he's always a defender of Bill Belichick. Well, he's got an axe to grind for the organization. What? He's, he's he not de- a fan of this he, organization. He defended the Patriots and ripped Mac. Well, he hates Mac then. <laughs> Figure out your biases. <laughs> well, he's got a ton of biases. It's just, uh, it's a continuation of the Patriots of just getting in their own way. We're hearing some stuff on Mac Jones, and Jay Mac and I are not going to talk about it on the air because uh, we don't want to yet. We're hearing things that aren't, you just alluded to it. We're not going to get into the specifics. We're just hearing stuff that isn't great. I mean, that's just nothing. That is such a nothing burger, which you ripped on the morning show, which you should have, right? For, for even uttering that. Of that course. We shouldn't even be playing that. It's so it's so nothing. Okay, but I, what I'm reacting to are the people that I respect reacting to that. So Burt Breer reacted to that. As did Phil Perry. As what did, did Phil Perry say? That he went on Brandex and talked about, and Burt went on Brandex and talked about how it was, the teammates really don't, they, they don't, they're not there for Mac. I don't think that that's what Colin was insinuating, but. It sounded far worse, and that's why I ripped Colin. If it was just his teammates not liking him, then why would you act like it's something nefarious? But um, it's it's a continuing theme, Ken, of this Patriots organization worrying about their own pea corner instead of worrying about galvanizing a group of men to achieve things they couldn't achieve on their own. Well, they won on the field last week. I know that. It was a must-win. It's a circus, Ken. I mean, it's it a ri- circus. Of course, it is. I mean, you're being very dramatic here. Not at all. We've I mean, got two like nebulous reports across the street on Brand X that we don't know what they were reporting. That Max difficult. We've got Colin Cowherd saying nothing. The Patriots spent and all of a sudden years, they're the Patriots spent twenty years ignoring the noise. Now they're their own circus. You're the only one paying attention to the noise in the circus. There's no noise in circus. There's zero. Okay, great. I disagree. I think that it's another in the line of Joe Judge running around the combine, sullying the name of Mac Jones. It continues. We thought that that, that hatch had been uh, buried, but it, it appears it is not. You questioned on the show last week whether Matthew Judon could close. Big-time oh, close. Big-time finish late in the game. I, I have a question for you. Is there anger towards me? Or, like, is Brady's done? So you can't, like, send those, like, pepper me with texts on Sunday about Brady. And it's like I didn't bring up Brady, Joe. We'll just put Judon, that on the record. Judon gets a sack against the worst quarterback, and it's like you couldn't even breathe. You had to send a group text about Judon. Well, it was a pretty big moment in the game. They, that should have closed the game. The offense didn't quite deliver. It's just in the next a bizarre series. instinct. I mean, don't you have you don't have to worry about KJ or you know who's hosting? I tomorrow? like to discuss things that happen on the show okay. on the group text. There you Is go. Something wrong with that? Because it's always negative about me. That's what's wrong well, with it. That have happened to be in this case, right? What was the last time you said something positive about me to a group text? I can't think of anything positive I've had to remark about you. There you go. Uh, I think the Patriots uh, covered the six and a half tomorrow.
Um, there you go. So what happened to the circus and the drama it's in the just, pee corner? It's, it's, it's a continuation of worrying about the wrong things. What are they worried about? They're worried about sullying the name of somebody on their team. Because who, who is worried about that? Belichick's orbit. Belichick's orbit is worried about sullying the name of the team. Of Mac Jones. There's a continuing steady drip against Mac Jones, and whenever there's an opportunity, a low point, they pounce. So the whole league this week is talking about Mac Jones and dirty or not. And instead of allowing that to dissipate, somebody reaches out to people in the media to say, yeah, the teammates didn't support him, and he's kind of a brat still. Instead of, at the low point, at the nadir, coming to his defense and pumping his tires, like Juwan Bentley did with the Greg Hill Show yesterday. Right, there you go. So there's a captain of the team who came to Max defense. Correct, a player, yeah. Okay, I've heard that on the record. We have that clip to play from. The other two, I'm not sure where they are. So you're now in the world of we don't talk about off-the-record stories? I would love to get knee-deep and elbow-deep in the drama. Who do you think I don't called Cowherd? It. Who do you think called Breer? Who do you think called who Perry? Who called Cowherd? Who knows? Who would call Colin Cowherd and tell him anything? <laughs> who yeah, first of all, it was his producer. It wasn't even him. He's like... Isn't that right, Jay, or whatever? He's not his producer. He's a co-host. Okay. Jason McIntyre. Jason McIntyre. Deadspin. Or not Deadspin. Big lead. Okay. He's always reliable. J-Mac also called this station soft. And all of Boston media soft, so. Well, well, I mean, have you met Ken Laird? <laughs> that was in reference to the Jones interview of Jones, which I didn't think was soft. I thought it was good. He tried to get an answer out of them. What, he ripped Jones for that back and forth? I, I think that's what it came out of that. I don't think I don't know if he was ripping Jones. He was just I mean, generally I don't, I mean, the Boston media. You can soft. rip Jones and whatever. I, I, I like him, but I I thought he couldn't have done a better job with that back and forth. Right. I mean, Mac was not going to answer it. He right. didn't get an answer, but he certainly pressed him on it. I don't know. I just don't see it. I think they have some things to build on. Would like to know what you think. 617-779-7937. I didn't know we were going to start that dramatic like they're on the break. I, I thought they had a nice win. I thought they had some good things. Did you things. think it was a, a nice win? In the rain without three Joneses, so if you Jonathan, need, Marcus, and Jack. So if you need the – I mean, did the, did the the Jets were missing a bunch of players on their line. Better than the alternative. Can I put that out there? Yeah. I You had the Patriots at 11 wins. How do you feel about that? I had them at 10. I backed off that late. But the, and but I feel then, good about but that. But when Rodgers went down, you would assume go back to 11 then. No. Because I had him beating the Jets. I had him splitting that series anyway. I had him going 3-3 three and three in the division before Rodgers. You have down. him losing a game to the Jets? They could lose a game to the Jets. What? Well, certainly with Rodgers. Rodgers isn't coming back. Okay, but I'm saying. But if you went down to 10, you should have gone back up to 11 when Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, but it just all evens out in the wash. They'll go 3-3. Three and three. Division is tough to sweep anybody. I am fascinated by the Dolphins-Bills game tomorrow. Dolphins-Bills is a great game. Bills could lose that game. You could win and be 2-2 two and two tied with the Bills. Right. Three and three, definitely possible, based on the schedule coming up in front of you. And yeah. that gives you time to get your S together with the rest of this team. And whatever drama they've got, rally behind Mac. Figure out a way to ignore the noise. So for the better part of my life, I have been in radio and praised the Patriots' approach, which is no man bigger than the team. We get introduced as a team. We win as a team. We lose as a team. Right. And I have seen the steady unraveling of that. And what was what made the Patriots the Patriots was whether it was Spygate, which of course gets brought back up, or Deflategate, or Brady's too old, the team's not good anymore, Trent Dilfer. Whenever somebody attacked the organization, the organization got together and unleashed a fury unlike any I had ever seen in team sports. It was one of the most phenomenal elements of this team. We're on to Cincinnati. Week two, Sunday night, Armin Katayan sits down with Belichick in 07. 
The world is waiting for the Patriots to be exposed as frauds. A he da- is going to fall off a cliff. Um, the world is waiting for the Patriots to be exposed as frauds. Right, week two there was a uh, there was blood in the water, and the Patriots just demol. Was it the Chargers? I don't know who they played in that game week two Sunday Night Football in '07, but I remember Dallas Thomas running down the field. His only good play. The Patriots blow him out. And it was personal. They attacked Bill. It was the Chargers. So, look at that. 38-14. And Adelis Thomas had a pick six or something. But uh, it was a, it was just, it was a beat down from the word go. Go up to the Patriots. What you heard, uh, or you didn't hear that. That was Max Kellerman in 2016. But you had Trent Dilfer in 14 after the, mm-hmm. the, the primetime loss to the Chiefs. After the game, Belichick asked by Giardi, mm-hmm. is there a quarterback controversy? Doesn't even answer it. Rolls okay, these are more uh, uh, prolific examples of drama or no, outside I'm ex- noise. I'm, I'm explaining to you. They used to create the noise to be pissed off about. Rodney Harrison said nobody believed in us when everybody had them winning 13 games. So do you think they called Cowherd to create some kind no, of noise? No, I'm or Jason saying that McIntyre? When, when, when Sauce Gardner attacked Mac Jones. Attacked Mac Jones. Well, did Trent Dilfer attack the Patriots, or did we act like he did? Uh... That was, I think, a, a pretty good soundbite that we played for years. Do you think we're going to play the Sauce Gardner soundbite? It's not. He, he's publicly saying your quarterback is dirty, tweeting out videos, and then he Diana- did go to some really extreme lengths on Twitter. Right, um, Diana Russini on the Athletic does a great job. Lovely, she gets a even more focused footage of this, and instead of lashing out like they always have, at those that that seek to destroy or disrupt or cur- harm the reputation of Trent Dilfer just said they're not that good anymore. I mean, yeah, but it, Max Kellerman, as we already heard, just said he's going to fall off a cliff. Right. This good is saying bite. your quarterback is dirty. Eh, he's saying in the heat of the action, he, he never said he in the heat attack. of the action. He okay, never what did said he say? That. Get his quote. He said he's going to prevent me from, prevent me from having kids. He okay. said, and then everybody in the league then used that as an opportunity. It was open season on Mac nationally. Was it not on Monday and Tuesday of this week? Yeah, but it's different when it's a player as opposed to a national pundit. In this case, it's players that don't like each other from rival teams in the heat of the moment. Right. Anthony Smith are, was a player. It was far more totally, serious. Do you than, think Sauce Gardner is overreacting here and acting like a petulant child? Th- that's not the point. Of course, Sauce Gardner or Anthony Smith guaranteeing the win in 07 with the Steelers or... Uh, Freddie Mitchell, who Bill called out, he's a bit player who said they were going to win the game, and they went out of their way to attack him. Mm-hmm. That's the Belichick ethos. And what you had this week is somebody attacks Mac, and it's like, woohoo! All right, well, did you know he did this and this and that and that? That's a total different approach. By who? Burt Breer on Brand X. No, by the people in the organization. Well, that Bentley are- went on your show and said we rally behind ten. Okay. I don't know. I just don't see the drama. So You're you think to... it's a lie? You think Burt Breer's lying? I don't even know what he said. Okay. I, I, do you think people that, that do you think that the unraveling re- of the organization is Burt Breer on Brand X and Colin Cowherd asking Jason McIntyre about a report he can't report? Do you use logic in your day to day life? I'm just giving you logic. Okay. I don't see it. I'm so, looking for the evidence. So there's in, none. In every other example, there's just I you in your own brain and unraveling and drama and Mac is under fire and Bill's not rallying the troops and they just want a game. So do you think that all the stuff we heard nationally this week was similar or different than what used to happen with the Patriots when someone would call out one of their star players? I don't think anybody called him out. It was 
You don't guys think talking about a play on the field. Out? What you, there was I, certainly nobody in the national media that called him out. Sauce Gardner called him out. Okay, a player who's upset about something that happened in a pile. It was like it isolated. wasn't in a pile. It was after a pile. Right after he came in and threw him around. Okay, I, I'm working with you know. It's like a he Fred said he Smurless. said a play. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Kids in the future. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Funny line. I just don't see it's got lasting power. I don't see it as the national media is out to get us. Mac Jones being a dirty player, you don't think has lasting power? That's his overriding reputation nationally. I don't even think it's like clear cut. There's. I'm not asking what you think. You don't think nationally? You think there was clear evidence that something happened? Oh my god! I think that the the NFL believes the players and the people that cover the league believe Mac Jones to be a dirty player. Well, where's the fine then? <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I mean, know. there's no fine. There's no suspension. There's nothing. It went away. So Bill Belichick's still allowed to coach? Do people think he's a cheater? Uh, totally different example. Yes, of course. He's still he's still going. Why? But if but he's he a was, cheater, he, he was should... fined. He was suspended. So and Mac Jones has been fined multiple times. Okay, was he fined this week? For this <laughs> I, incident? I honestly don't know. Well, I haven't seen it. I'm think pretty sure that was. Do you think reported. it was a dirty thing to do to whack a guy in the nuts? Eh, borderline. <laughs> and it wasn't a whack, it was like a tap. It was the tap and a reaction to stuff that was going on. You try so hard to go the other end. You make I'm not me sound try- like I'm not like anti patriot. Honestly, if people feel this way, please call. I, I just I am stunned by this this tenor of things. I was getting to my breakout theme. All right, more of your calls in this, or some of your calls in this. As the Kenny Curtis show is on until noon. Fitzy and Hart noon to one thirty, BC football at one thirty. And then John Lyons after the game. And the Red Sox play tonight. They've got two more. And we are done at our Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio. We'd like to thank them for their patronage all year. The Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio was brought to you by your New England Ford dealers celebrating Truck Month. Defeat any task with the capability and technology of Ford F-Series, America's in-stock and best-selling trucks for 46 straight years. Here is Braverman with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. There is a lot going on in Boston sports. Let's start with the Patriots. Their final injury report came out ahead of their big matchup tomorrow afternoon against the Dallas Cowboys. Rookie guard City Sow was removed after dealing with a concussion that forced him to miss last week's Jets victory, so he will in all likelihood be active. Five other players are listed as questionable. This is Devon Gottschow. Christian Barmore, Cole Strange, Jonathan Jones, and Sean Wade, who was just added with a shoulder injury. On the other side for the Cowboys, starting left tackle Tyron Smith has already been ruled out with a knee injury. Also starting right guard Zach Martin and starting center Tyler Biotis are questionable for Sunday's game. To the Red Sox, they broke their five-game losing streak with a 3-0 victory over the AL East champion Baltimore Orioles. Trevor Story with a two-run home run. Broke a 23-inning scoreless streak for the Sox. Nick Pavetta got the win, throwing seven shutout innings, only allowing two hits and one walk while striking out 10. Nick, how do you feel like your season ended for the Sox going from bullpen to starter? You know, I, I feel very confident, feel very happy, uh, disappointed that I don't get to continue throwing. But, you know, i um, ready to go into next year, have a good uh, mindset and a good foundation to kind of build on and just kind of continue moving forward. The penultimate game of the season will take place tonight. Will Fleming and Lou Maloney have the call from Camden Yards at 7.15 on the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Cutter Crawford will get the start for the Sox, opposite Kyle Gibson for Baltimore. John Lyons will get everything started with the Mass Mutual pregame show at 6.15. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. The Bruins continued their preseason last night with a 4-3 shootout loss to the Philadelphia Flyers. Two teams will play again. They'll move the series to Philadelphia on Monday night. BC football returns to Alumni Stadium to battle Virginia this afternoon. You can listen to that game on right here at 93.7 WEI-FM with coverage starting at 1.30 following Fitzy and Hart. And the Revolution are back 
at Gillette Stadium to face Charlotte FC tonight at 7.30. The Revs have a playoff spot clinched, but are on a four-match winless streak and have fallen to sixth in the Eastern Conference standings. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You think it's all you. You don't realize how lucky you were to be drafted there and how well it fit your skill set and, and who you were taking over for and that nobody cares about what you did at Alabama. Nobody cares about your other success. You get in line with the way they do things in, in New England and, and w- whatever ego you have, that, that gets put aside. And, and the greatest player of all time put aside his ego year after year after year. With, with these cheap plays, in New England, we were always trying to get an advantage, and we were going to push and get advantages, but it wasn't going to be about hitting people in inappropriate places or, or cutting people or taking cheap shots. That, that's, not, that's not the type of business that, that's being done there. All right, that was your cut, Curtis. We'll describe that one. That's Mangini. Mangini on with uh, Colin. And, Very well uh, spoken there. It was almost uh, too convicted there in that. Yeah, I think he's working his way back in the good graces of Bill. If that'll ever happen, I doubt it. Um, But interesting, I I think when I first defended Mac, and I still stand by the defense of Mac, that he was free to go and ask for others others for help or guidance, given what the offensive coaching staff was last year, and I will die on that hill. But I do get – so the lens that I view Mac with, is based on his treatment by the organization since he was drafted, not based on the treatment of the other quarterbacks or any of the other success. And the Patriots are holding Mac, some in the building. I don't think that these people in the media lie. They're not Ben Volan, who's somewhere writing about a ticket broker. They are people that are, you know, they're they're part Fox is a partner of the NFL whose broadcast chairman is Robert Kraft. So you're not going to just throw crap entirely against the wall. So there are still people that are enraged and that use every Mac foible, every Mac mistake, dirty play, whatever you, overreaction, whatever the term you want to use, as a means to pile on and assert power over him. And I find it to be beneath the organization to talk to whomever about this at a low point for a guy who seems to be playing better this year with Billy O'Brien since the end of last year when he was a definite petulant child at times, the final couple weeks and the offseason. He was here all offseason working out in Foxborough despite the fact that his head coach wouldn't say he was a good quarterback despite 
the entirety of training camp where it was we were led to believe it was a zappy Mac competition at times. He's been here, and he appears to be playing better than he did last year. And the point for me, as an observer of the Boston sports scene and someone who's followed the media here since I was a, a young pup, I see the reaction as starkly in contrast to how it used to be operated, where when someone else called out a Patriot, the Patriots galvanized against that person. Now we're seeking to embarrass. Last year, the offensive line, I mean, the offensive coaches were awful. Mac rubbed Bill's face in it on the field. Now Bill appears, or someone around the Patriots appears to be enjoying or reveling in a little bit of Mac getting his face rubbed in it nationally. All right, so there's a lot there. No, I, I don't. I don't mean to. Uh, I don't know how you phrased it in the first segment to not to not engage in in your um, narrative. I'm willing to go a lot of places. You know, I'm I'm all for it. So you believe? I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You believe this is another example of somebody in the Patriots. Leaking out information to make Mac look bad in the national media. Of course. To Jason McIntyre. To anybody. But he can't say what the report is. Right. We, we've all gotten information that we've been told by different people at different times that we can't discuss, right? It just seems, it's a stretch here, man. It just seems like. So, so there's been one Patriot that's publicly defended Mac Jones. Who else other than Jawan Bentley has said he's not a dirty player? David Andrews, maybe the biggest leader on the team, the center. The, as I was a center at Rivers. Dave Donahue was the quarterback. We were thick as thieves. If anybody said anything bad about Dave Donahue, I was going to go after you. If you're Dave Andrews and you get asked about it and he says, ask Mac. I just think they're probably told not to discuss it at all. Like, well, then why did why did you cite Juwan Bentley if they were told not to discuss it? Because I, I think it's something that he st- he stepped out and told you guys that they defend them. Do, do we want to hear the cut or do we? Yeah, let's hear. Joel, let's hear. This is uh, Bentley. Juwan Bentley. Yesterday. Great job on the Greg Hill Show. Go back and listen to the interview on the yeah. Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. Just uh, type in the Greg Hill Show. Um, yeah, I mean, even I mean, because on the other side, you're right, McCordy. There were some others who said, "Hey, he's getting a reputation. This is piling up with other incidents." So, granted, there's been a little bit of that chatter. I will acknowledge that. Now, here's Bentley defending his guy. There's a narrative going around that uh, none of Mac's teammates came to his aid when it when it when it came to the interaction with Sauce Gardner because they don't like him. So, I, I think this is an opportunity for you to dispel that on this radio show. Yeah, that's not true. We we all we all love Mac. We all uh, we all rally behind Mac, but. Uh, as far as us not being whipped, that's that's couldn't be far as most from the truth. I think that's just something that's that grew legs. Most of the time, if you don't address something, things just start to grow legs, and everybody just kind of paint whatever narrative they want to paint. But that's far as far from the truth. We all we all love ten, and we rally behind them. Okay, so that's one player. Now he's on the record. What's he going to say? I guess he could have said nothing, but he said something. So right. Yeah. So it sort of flies in the face of saying the team doesn't let you if he does, and then we don't hear from anybody else. But he he didn't address the situation specifically. When Greg asked him at the beginning about the incident with Sauce, he was like, "I don't know what you're talking about there." Right. With but, Mac, but, but when David Andrews was asked directly, behind. David Andrews, who we believe may be the most secure Patriot, right outside of Cardona. I mean, <laughs> David Andrews, well, Chad Ryland, Ryland is a kicker, uh, but. I, I would say that that it's just everything that I was lectured about, about why the Patriot way worked, has ceased to exist. I just I just don't see anything here. I don't I don't know who would have leaked this to okay. Jason McIntyre. I don't Google know who... Mac Jones and read all the stories this week about Mac Jones and yeah, how he's a dirty player. It's, it's been the about... number one yes, story yes, in the country. But that's not what you're talking about. You're saying the Patriots are deliberately unraveling 
They're they're getting a narrative out about Mac through their in every national media people. In every okay, so you think you're now back into the like OAN? So you think everybody's lying about him? They're, the media is a bunch of fake news. I don't even know who said anything. Other, McIntyre didn't say anything. Okay, read Google Burt Breer, Google Phil Perry, Google their reports this week. Why I, do I, I have to do your show prep? Great, Burt Breer and Phil Perry said something. You're not even sure what they said. The 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 past. I'll try and make this. Easy for even you to understand. The Patriots in the past have used even the smallest slight, exaggerated it as something to overcome as a united unit. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Okay. okay. In this case, the entire NFL media world, from Stephen A. to Nick Wright to Skip Bayless to Colin Coward to Greg Hill, well, not Greg, but everybody else, has been attacking... The quarterback of the Patriots as a dirty, recidivist, dirty player. I don't agree with that phrasing. I think that it's been dirty. Is he a dirty player has been the question. There, have, I don't think he's been attacked. I think it's been like, eh, well, I can't tell in the video. Okay, tell uh, me the national reporter. He got thrown reporter. down, and then Sauce Gardner stood over top of him, and then Mac got up okay. and probably did something. Tell me the national reporter who has defended Mac Jones this week saying he's not a dirty player. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, I think, was neutral on it. Okay, said he was not, no. He definitely did, was not neutral. He was like, yeah, he's got these a reputation. Keep happening. But these Devin things happen on the said field. This, Devin McCourty was given the opportunity. He did not exactly jump in line. But they weren't killing him either. I said, give me the national reporter who defended. You this. said attack. You said the national media media right. is attacking. And Mac you said Jones. that. What and you I don't heard, think that's true. I think of people course are. People, it is. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it any other way. Every every single roundtable. Well, we just PT, talked about two, and they're just. Neutral. What's the two? What? Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky went on the Jones and Mego show yes. in Boston. That's not a national conversation about the topic. Okay, well, I don't know why he'd say something different on national than he would here. But it, he didn't defend him. He was neutral on it. Neutral, yeah. You said attack. No, right. I said, give me the national member, media member who defended Mac, Mac Jones this week. Give me the ones that have attacked him. Okay. Nick Wright, Eric Mangini, Colin Coward, Albert okay, that, Breer. Mangini wasn't attacking him. You think that was an attack clip? Yes. He was like, yeah, we didn't used to do this in the past. He needs uh, to know who he is, know that he's acting out of place, and that every that he has an ego but that, that he had when he was going outside the family to get help, and that they used to be aggressive, but they didn't ever tolerate plays like that. I just think you're way over dramatic. Dramatizing? Dra- dramatizing? Dramatizing? Okay. I mean, I, I, you're not really doing a great job of arguing the other side. You're just saying you're, that doesn't exist. I keep giving you example after example. And well, saying, I heard Mangini. I don't think he right, was an attack. Let's listen to Brian Burns, uh, the uh, Carolina Panther, who discussed uh, okay, now Mac Jones. Now we're back to players and not media members. And, and this is the guy who th- allegedly got kicked in the nuts by Mac. Right. Hitting sauce in the balls. Yes. Your reaction, having had a little history with that? Uh, huh? Not surprised. Okay. I mean, honestly, not surprised. He if said. this happened in, the, in an NHL game, like it, it would be a blink of an eye. Nobody would say anything. This like happens every third shift. Right. And if it was MMA, we wouldn't even be talking about it. But but it's not the NHL or MMA. 617 texture. Sauce must be real tough. He didn't even flinch when he got punched. Sort of true. I mean, it's like it's so instant. I mean, get, forget the national media for a second. Just go to the incident. Did you think it was like a major deal? Were you getting were you up off your couch like screaming? I can't believe Mac did this. But this is where he I can embarrass the organization. This is where I can differentiate from you. I think it's much ado about nothing in terms of Mac. Right, Mac, Mac. The fact that Sauce Gardner had to keep leaking different videos with different angles suggests to me that he realized he overreacted. He was being requested to have more documentation or evidence, right. and he tried to provide it. That's for me. That's not the story because I don't control what becomes a national story or not. 
I'm reacting to as a guy that has watched this organization very closely for a very long period of time with Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I see and have seen perceived slights mm-hmm. exaggerated in order to galvanize a team as a uh, with a common goal against an enemy. I saw this week the problem exacerbated by the organization, not utilized as it has been in the past as something to garner support inside a room to go against the enemy outside of it. Okay. And you think the national media is on the attack and the Patriots I, are I don't think that's, a, that's not an opinion. I'm sorry. The, the national media has been on the attack against Mac Jones all oh, week. They're on the attack. I don't even. I, I don't know why that's funny. You Let's don't go. think so? You listen uh, to no, this radio I station all don't. day. You hear people talk about this nationally. The guy didn't get fined. He didn't get suspended. We have Mangini babbling incoherently, and we have Burt Breer on Brand X. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Nate in the truck. Hello, Nate. How are you? Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, Curtis. I feel so bad that you got to work with Ken today because he's got the blinders on, my friend. Um, no, seriously, because because he's like he, he wants you to sit in the corner and sing Kumbaya and say, hey, everything's so great. Look at it. So you guys haven't even talked about last year when Matt Jones was unraveling and couldn't handle the adversity. And he needed Alabama. Well, this is how we did it in Alabama. I talked to my coaches at Alabama or the, the, the diversity, like even the split locker room from last year where some of these guys didn't defend him and then they had to go out of the way to defend him. You can see it. Like, how can you not see? Well, last year is last on? year, Nate. Definitely like, last year. No question. I, I said that every week. Bill's treating him poorly. But it's, it's happening now. You're, let me ask you this one question, and I, I don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Are can they, you, can, you, Nate, can you drive here it? and just sit with me for the next two hours? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll hold your hand because you're going to need it because uh. I, I don't know how you can talk to this guy. But if you look at it, we were just talking not, not recently of going to say we're one, we're one loss away from just like going off the rails. Are we, are we, you guys are just talking about this. So you're telling me all you have to wait for is that one bad team, that one bad quarterback, and they lose to them. They're just going to fall off the rails. We were not like this before. I mean, come on, Ken. You you can well, look at yourself it, in the mirror. If your okay, point you is it's not the me. Brady Patriots, me. yes, I would agree. They're not the Brady Patriots. But 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 look at the extreme. Can you see the extreme of what's happening out now? We're on the other pendulum. I'm going. I actually uh, feel like, encouraged. Like I feel like they're like, close to putting it together. I mean, I, I, come on. <laughs> listen, they, Zeke Elliott listen, found this, his stride. This damn. Oh, come on. Listen, Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott is trying to win a job for next year, okay? And he's going to give everything he can to, to, to do that. And he's outshining, you know, Stevenson right now. And that's, that's a bad look. Look at that. Stevenson's not the guy that he was last year. Well, there you go. He'll get there eventually. He's trying to figure out Bill O'Brien. Thank I mean, you, Nate. Sports Illustrated, Mac Jones is dirty. New York Post, Mac Jones becoming the Grayson Allen of the NFL. CBS, Mac Jones, dirty player. Moniker will not leave. I could go on and on. I'm horrible. Ready. The attack. It's a vicious attack. I don't even know. So I give you examples and you say you mock it. So I don't I, even understand. I, just, I don't see it. And Bill's calling Jason so McIntyre. What was the get... number one NFL storyline this week nationally? <clears throat> nationally. Uh, there wasn't much, huh? Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, Kelsey. Okay. On Great the... job by Courtney. Excellent job by Courtney. So you don't listen. You don't listen to the radio station. I've listened all week. I honestly don't. You didn't I hear knew. Nick Wright. You didn't hear Skip Bayless. You didn't hear Stephen A. Smith. You didn't hear. I mean, the people that we he- cite constantly. I don't hear attacking. I hear people debating. Okay, and- let's hear Nick Wright coming up next on uh, Mac Jones, who you love. I mean, you always give Nick Wright the platform. He's for always- the thirtieth time. There's a is- the guy that's not deranged about Boston sports. Let, let me just get this clear. 
I mean, honestly, for, for you could third, go to any, you could pick any week of the year, and he's ripping Boston sports for, about something. For the thirtieth time, it's totally unbalanced. For the thirtieth time, I don't agree with Mac Jones's hate. The venom directed at Mac Jones, and I'm doing something outside of Juwan Bentley. Nobody within the organization has done this week. I've defended him, but I'm pointing out to you how absurd it is for you to make the claim that this wasn't the lead national storyline all week about Mac Jones being dirty. Four one three texture. Good point. Bill left Brady out to drive with the Flake Gate. It's like it's kind of like that. I feel like this week has been like Deflate Gate. Do you see? Do you remember what the Patriots did after Deflate Gate? It was a uh, yeah, very similar situations. Well, but that's a horrible example. That makes my point. After like, Deflate, that was the national media on attack. Right. After, In comparison, this how would you compare this to the Deflate Gate and the attack of the national media? How would you compare this to Anthony Smith guaranteeing a win? That's on the field. Players again, Brian, not, so not national media. Sauce Gardner's not field. a player. Yeah, but you're talking about two different things. You're saying the national media is under on attack. They have been. Mac Jones has been a pinata. This, this is week. a player has a beef with another player in the division, a rival player. Right. And okay. so after so the Sauce Gardner's pissed, yes. After Deflate Gate, whatever Bill said is meaningless to me because the whole team galvanized behind Brady and had one of the great seasons in NFL history. Oh, you don't remember that? What? You don't remember Bill uh talking about Brady? Mona Lisa Vito? And def- he talked about his footballs? Right. I I I remember that. Well, I'm saying the team <laughs> Publicly, privately, craft up on down. Craft, had... not Bill. Right, but I'm talking about how the organization has shifted. You don't understand that. I don't see it. Seems like Bill's the same. <laughs> Staying out of it in both situations. Steve in the truck. Good morning, Steve. Hey, Ken, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, hi, Curtis. You know, Curtis, and I understand you're defending the kid, and yeah. But, you know, if, if he doesn't put himself in these positions, it doesn't happen. Just the third or fourth time he's had an issue like this. Stop being a little bitch and doing this stuff. And you What won't about Sauce feedback. Gardner being the B word, Steve? I mean. Well, yeah, him too. But that's, you know, that the, the guy that responds is the guy that's going to get it all. Just like in hockey. The guy, third man in gets it. This kid, it, it's not the first time. And, and you know what else? I, I get aggravated about it. I'm going to be honest with you. And Grush does it, and so doesn't Greg. Nothing. All I heard over the over the off season was, "Oh, we're going to get Bill O'Brien." No excuses. No excuses. Well, guess what? This year is the offensive line and the receivers suck. Last year was the coaches, and they did. So, what's next year going to be if he stays here? <laughs> Something else? You know what? I'm not saying he sucks. He's a middle of the road quarterback. But there are things that are his fault. I'm sorry. In Greg's eyes and in Gresh's eyes, he does no wrong. I'm sorry. He does. And you know what? You got to point it out when he needs to point it out. That, right. I mean, that's my only point. All right, Steve. Hey, Mac is not perfect, no doubt about that. I just, I don't think this was a major deal. The the league obviously didn't think so. They didn't find him, at least not yet. Not that we know of. No suspension, no fine. He's ready to go in Dallas against Dak Mac v Dak tomorrow. But love your thoughts on it. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. How are the Pats trending this week? Do you see optimism? Are they ready to break out? Are they under attack? Is the organization unraveling? Is who, Curtis who saying said the, who said the who said the organization is unraveling? You said that that was a direct quote. The, the, you said the Patriots are unraveling. The, I wrote it down right here on my pad. The Patriots organizational approach has unraveled, not yeah. the organization as a whole. Do you agree, Kenny Curtis? It's just a dirty player and a liar. Serious story. It is, uh, hold on. Here's the question: Like you're making a joke of it. Two things I take note of. One is his teammates didn't have his back. Right. You had I a agree. opposing team's player. Throw your quarterback like a and none of his teammates backed him up. Mac, here's the reason why. Like, look at if he story. got suspended, I wouldn't think it's outrageous come at on. all. You're saying, come on. Yeah, go ahead. His usage rate 
on opportunities to be dirty Mm -hmm. and times he is dirty is historic. It's like Westbrook in 17. We've never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. it. He's a quarterback. There are only so many chances he has to injure or do something dirty to another player. Yet, we now have four. There's your man, Nick Wright. Also Fox. FS1? Yeah. Yep. They said it. A lot of Fox they here. said it. That's the, that's the thing about the Craig Hill Show. I don't know what. It's almost like a sensationalistic sports network. I believe the show is called First Things First. That's it. No. 508 texture. No, Skip Bayless, Screaming A. Smith, and Nick Wright. At least you're listening to serious sports journalists, Curtis. Would those be the three leading talking heads in America right now? Yeah, very. all very uh, neutral, grounded. Who said uh, neutral and grounded? No, they're on the attack. They're on the attack. Patriots well, what are- was that? Was that attacking or no? Of course, Nick Wright's on the attack every week on the Boston sports team. No, he doesn't attack Boston every week. Of course he does. If they're in the news, this was, whatever. If he's breathing, it's a day ending and why. I'm talking to, like, Dale's, like, illegitimate bigger (laughs) sports fan's son. I I would love to. Last year, you know. And by the way, I... Wait, last year, you ripped the Patriots? Yes, I ripped Belichick for his handling of Mac. Was I thought it was terrible. They, They pushed the guy to the brink. The fact that Mac Jones is back at all is amazing. That he's back intact and playing decent football, obviously not elite football, is amazing. And Bill O'Brien is not as good as I thought he would out of the gates. So they have a long way to go. But I just don't see them unraveling or the Patriot, whatever you said, the, uh, the changing of the Patriot way. Organizational approach is unraveled. Organizational approach is unraveled. Yep. They're all about creating their image to improve it better than the ones they work with. Do you think this will bleed onto the field? Uh, no, I think they have a good chance of winning on Sunday well, tomorrow. Well, there we go. God, you think they're going to win tomorrow? I, yeah, I mean, they, the, the, the Cowboys offensive line is decimated. Mm-hmm. Ty- Tyron, uh, what's his name? The tackle is out. Definitely. Tyron Zach, Smith. Zach, Zach Martin, who's one of the highest paid offensive linemen. Their guard was questionable. I think he's going to play though. He is. Okay. Well, he's, uh, their center also has been hurt. So Tyler, whatever his name is, he's questionable. The hamstring. Beatus. He might play. White play. Uh, Zach Martin is the biggest, uh, most important cog for the Cowboys. Um, and Mike McCarthy is a gigantic boob. Well, exactly. And they lost to Arizona, who you declared the worst team in football a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But that, so, I think that's bad for the Patriots this week. You think that will wake them up? I mean, if they if they had sort of sleptwalk and they were able to win that game last week, they, the Cowboys have the 49ers next week, so trap game. But the fact that they lost, I think, negates that. How about Saints-Raiders next three-week window for the Patriots? Uh, I think the Saints, two and one. I think the Saints and the Raiders are looking at the Patriots as a potential win. <laughs> Let's go to Matt and Framingham. Hi, Matt. Morning, guys. You know, I gotta tell you, I got I got a chuckle out of this week because of all the stuff that's been going on, especially with the fact around here. But here's the amazing part about this whole thing: it's the fact that there has been so much of an absolute cluster bleep that's been going down there, and yeah. Belichick hasn't done a darn thing to stop it from spiraling downward. Now, I know that this is going to upset morons like Danny from Quincy who think I'm attacking Belichick. Ask yourself this question, Danny. Do you think for one second if another team like the Cowboys was allowing this to happen that we would be laughing at them? But Matt, Matt, so, Matt, Matt. When you say cluster bleep and allowing this to happen, what specifically do you mean? What's happening down there? 
He has not come to the defense of Mac Jones. And by the way, nor should he be for his dirty antics. However, Belichick is also a guy that when the fingers point on him, he runs and hides like the coward that he is. And it's going to continue on as long as this crap keeps going on, Ken. All right, but then it's the same way he's handled himself always. Back to the Brady thing, the flake gate. He didn't defend Brady. When the finger was pointed at somebody, he said, all right, go ask Brady about his footballs. So same thing this week. But the organization. Consistent approach the, by Belichick. The organization certainly supported Tom Brady in the moment. Mm-hmm. There was a clear, clear direction from the owner through Jonathan to every teammate. Former Pete, don't you believe the Ninkoviches, the, the McCordys, the McGinnis, well, not McGinnis, uh, all those guys, they sort of, Brewski, there's like the, the old Yankee and the old Patriot, there's sort of a way in which you conduct yourself, how you speak about the organization, all those guys. Don't you remember Teddy Brewski basically in tears defending Tom Brady on SportsCenter? Well, yeah, of course. They so, played with the guy. They were, they were champions together. And, They're uh, unsure about Mac. I'll give you that. No, They're not sure about him. There has been none of that. McCourty wanted to – he was distancing himself. He made the news because he was on this show on Wednesday, and he does a great job every nine, Wednesday at 920. Don't miss it. He's spectacular with Greg and the crew. And he said that these things need to stop happening. And yet you are asking me about Burt Breer. Um, yeah, I saw his report. He, he like referenced last year. He's like, well, yeah, last year things were bad. Yeah, we know some, last year things were bad. Somebody else may have to pay for that. So I just think he's opened himself up. He's opened up his teammates up to cheap shots. After play, all that different stuff. This was across the street. Was a, we won't play it, obviously. But he went listed chapter and verse how Mac was making the lives of his teammates worse. Who do you think saying that to Burt Breer? I mean, I he, it could just be him speculating on that. I, I honestly think if I'm a player on the team, I look at that incident and I'm like, eh, no big deal. If it's the whole body of work with Mac, yes, he's had some cheap shots in the past. This isolated incident, it was he was the third man in, basically. He got spun down and stood over and got up and defended himself. May have gone a little bit too far. Happens all the time in hockey. Happens every period. Not a big deal. And they're fine. Yeah, and, I, I, I just have a totally... The way in which I consume the media, it was... Everywhere was okay. the conversation about this. And this is something where they have tried to squash far smaller stories. And this, they not only allowed to sort of permeate, they set a little kerosene to it at different times. All right, let us know what you think. The week that was for the Pats, 617-779-7937. We've got Fitzy and Hart at noon today, just three hours of the Ken and Curtis show. And then BC football, I know you're heading over to uh, take them in later against Virginia. That's going to be a wait. big one. And uh, Mac, That's a get-right game. Mac just tweeted... Tough week, at least I'm not Kurt Schilling. (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.